eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, bringing you a new edition of the Cards Cast. We're going to do these every Monday. You'll be able to find them right on the Cardinal Authority homepage or your favorite podcast outlet, as always. The purpose of this podcast, we'll kind of recap what we saw over the weekend, be it a Louisville game, how the recruits' commitments have done in their games, as well as kind of take a look forward to what's the week ahead looking like, the upcoming upcoming opponent, and things of that nature. So I appreciate you checking this out, and be sure to check for it every Monday here at CardinalAuthority.com or, again, at your favorite podcast outlet. For this one, why I kind of want to recap the lengthy road trip that I made over the weekend, going coming leaving the Derby City for a few days, heading down for a little 12, 12-and-a-half-hour, 13-hour drive, all the way down to the Dallas, Texas area, a town just north of Dallas, Allen, Texas, to watch the number one ranked high school team in the country. A team that many Louisville fans are going to be quite familiar with by now and will track throughout the season being St. John Bosco out of Bellflower, Bellflower, California, home to one, two, three, and four Louisville commitments. They made their season opener down in Allen, Texas in a beautiful facility. Allen Eagle Stadium holds about 18,000 people. Had to be about 16,000, 17,000 there for the season opener for both programs. Allen, a very well traditional power in the state of Texas. St. John Bosco, always a national uh, power. Both of them have won state titles, national titles in recent years. So a lot was expected at this game. I think St. John Bosco came in, considered kind of a, a heavy favorite. But still, when you're going onto the road to play a program that's traditionally pretty good, and has only lost one time in the building that you're about to play him in, it should be a good outing. So made the trip down to Allen, Texas to check that out. And boy, was it a good game if you're on the SBJ side. If you're on the Allen side, nah, not such a great outing. The St. John, John Bosco just flexed uh, throughout, uh, ended up just dominating Allen, Texas, 52-14. to 14. And, and really, it wasn't that close. The, most of the offensive starters for St. John Bosco were pulled you know, pretty early in the third quarter after uh, Pierce Clarkson's four-yard uh, run put them at, you know, pretty significantly uh, there in the fourth quarter um, and, and just kind of cruised uh, from then on out. But uh, an impressive outing for the Louisville 
commitments playing for St. John Bosco. DeAndre Moore, four-star wide receiver. Aaron Williams, four-star cornerback. Uh, Pierce Clarkson, four-star quarterback. Jaleel McLean, a three-star athlete playing wide receiver uh, for Bosco. And all of them impacting the game, some a little bit more than others. Obviously, Pierce Clarkson, the quarterback, going to get a lot of the spotlight he ended up getting. The game's offensive most uh, or player of the game is, is the title that he was given. Got a nice little souvenir football uh, hooked up with DeAndre Moore. Posted a story on Monday morning about uh, DeAndre's ability to just impact the game right away. The two of them connected for St. John Bosco's first touchdown of the game when Pierce Clarkson uh, connected with him on just a little, little screen over near the Bosco sideline. Uh, DeAndre Moore made a quick turn, got a nice block from Jalil McLean. He did a little hurdle over a player that was kind of falling down in front of him and was just gone down the sideline for a 55-yard fifty-five-yard touchdown. I was standing around the 10-yard line, and you can almost feel the breeze go by as uh, DeAndre Moore was using his jets just to leave everybody behind for, again, Bosco's first score of the game. Uh, it put them up 9 nothing after an early uh, safety that gave Bosco the, the early lead there. Uh, following the game, I did catch up. With Bosco head coach, we had a nice little one-on-one conversation, talked about a lot of things, and kind of got his quick thoughts on each one of those players. Here's what he had to say about each one. Well, first and foremost, you know, um, I he got the win. I mean, I think that's the number one thing. He distributed the ball pretty well. Uh, and he had some, you know, missed throws here and a couple mistakes there. But that's to be expected, especially early in the season. You travel, what, 1,700 miles from home um, or, you know, whatever it is. And, uh, we, you know, out of our element a little bit without much film to be able to prepare him for. Um, which is challenging. So, you know, his best days obviously are going to be down the road, but at the end of the day, even with that, he still was the MVP of the freaking yeah. game. So that's pretty impressive. What are your thoughts on DeAndre? Obviously, he's one of many special players you right. have. He's very special. Yeah. Uh, heck of a player. Uh, he's, he's, he's a dominant guy. He's a game breaker. Uh, he can make all kinds of plays. Um, and he's, uh, you know, just a wonderful human being. He's got a great leadership style to him. He's an incredible teammate. Um, he's going to fit really well with, with Pierce in Louisville. You know, I, I just think that the culture which they're building over there, very similar to what we have here at Bosco, it's going to be a very seamless transition for both those guys. Quick thoughts, you know, on Aaron Williams. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, dude, he's really, really yeah. good. I mean, I think he's a lockdown guy. Um, he's very, very physical. He can do all kinds of different things um, in terms of his versatility defensively. Uh, he can play press man. He can play off man. He can do all kinds of you know things um, because his skill set is so 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 wide. Uh, and I think you know he's an impact guy right away. And that's one thing about him: his size, his physicality, his his ability to run. Um, he's going to be able to make plays immediately when he gets there. I think as a true freshman. Tonight, when I talked to DeAndre. First person he mentions is Jalil because of the block he said on that right. screen. What kind of a player is he? Uh, very uh, selfless. I mean, yeah. I think that's one of the things. You know, we 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 are going to from week to week experience some guys being taken away, and other guys got to step up, and that's just the way it's going to be. I mean, you know, we tell our kids all the time. It's like, well, if they don't feel that they got the touches and things like that, it's like, well, it's because you're a really good player, and they're going to try to prevent you. You got to give them credit. You know, you can't always beat double teams. You can't always get the ball all the time. We got to distribute it the best way. And Pierce is going to take what the defense gives him you know and if the defense gives him more DeAndre than and less Jaleel or more Jaleel and less DeAndre the kids if they're selfless and they care about each other and they believe in the culture and the chemistry that we have they're not going to have or be phased by it and that is what's important to me and I have to continue to stress that um, to my kids at all times this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I have to tell you, seeing them play in person, you know, I've watched plenty of highlights, uh, you know, the huddle clips, player highlight videos that the, that the schools and the players will put together of them. But seeing them perform in person kind of gives you, you know, a little bit more perspective when you could see them play on every down when they're on the field. Uh, of just what kind of an impact they do, what you know, what their demeanor is, their leadership qualities, their their on-field ability to impact and and change a game, and it, it, it's clear that each four of those Louisville commitments have that ability. I mean, Aaron Williams, they pretty much were scared of him all night; they just did not even consider going near him much. DeAndre Moore, you know, that the, his early touchdown play, you know told you enough i mean the guy has the abilities to his vision his ability to elude and then his his speed uh just was, was a game changer and there's there was another play earlier in that game um or later on in that game i should say where pierce saw uh deandre even though he was somewhat somewhat covered double covered really on, on a long bomb uh pierce dropped it in there and deandre kind of going up between the two re, two defenders got the ball right on the numbers and and both defenders were on him immediately. So it was kind of a bang, bang play. He comes down with it. My vantage point looked like he caught it. I started moving further down the field to, to get a better vantage point as the offense was going to move 30, 40 yards down the field. Um, the, the Bosco sideline was starting to shift that way as well. And then all the fish, all of a sudden the official comes in and starts signaling incompletion, kind of surprised everybody. And I think even surprised the folks on the Allen side, not sure what the official saw, uh, DeAndre told me afterwards, as well as telling his coaches and his teammates immediately after uh, that play, hey, I had that ball. And it, it looked like he did. Um, it, it, I, think, I think it was another play that just kind of highlighted his ability to, to find the ball, go up, make a big, difficult catch, and become that kind of impactful person. Um, Pierce Clarkson, first game, he did make a couple mistakes. You, know, you can hear the video. He talked about it. Um, he had a couple penalties. One, he, he threw a really nice pass uh, for a score that was called back because he threw it just beyond the line of scrimmage. Had another one uh, where he was under pressure and was getting outside the pocket and was throwing the ball away, but the ball did not cross the line of scrimmage. There was a penalty and loss of down there. Uh, but other than that, you know, and had a, his interception, just a, a poor decision to throw there. But outside of that, um, I thought he played very well composed. Uh, threw the ball well, had a nice uh, touch, uh, nice touch on a on a. I don't know if I want to really call it a jump ball, but put up a ball in the corner of the end zone for his tight end, uh, twenty four five star tight end, uh, to be really the only person to make that catch. And I tell you what, you know he 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 did have some runs in the game. I think he ended up with about sixty something yards rushing. Could have had a heck of a lot more. Um, really showed his ability to. Uh, you know, when he has the opportunity to run, he's still keeping his vision downfield to see, hey, can I make a bigger play by finding a wide receiver downfield? And occasionally he could, he did, but uh, he he has the ability to, uh, as again, make up, uh, you know, some big time yards with his feet. So that'll be interesting to see how that continues on throughout his season, but really showing his selflessness with his ability to, you know, turn down a yard, you know, a 10 yard run and potentially instead make a 20 yard completion down the field to improve his team's chances of getting into the end zone 
on that drive. And and Jalil McClain didn't get too many opportunities uh, to pull in, you know, a catch here and there. But you know, DeAndre Moore quickly credited him with a big block on that 50 yard, 55 yard touchdown. He was, you know, consistently impactful. You know, making sure he was, if it was a running game, he was he was hitting blocks and and doing what he needed to do to impact the game as well. Without question, uh, four fantastic commitments for the Louisville. Uh, Cardinals, Scott Satterfield and his staff that I think will certainly make an impact, some more than others, uh, because of their position needs when they get to Louisville, but certainly guys that can impact Louisville once they do uh, come in into the program and start wearing the red and black following this really looks to be an exciting season for St. John Bosco and them as they are seniors there. And, uh, you know, as they each told me, their goal this year is to get a ring and looking at them in game one, it's going to be hard to deny them that to deny them that. So, going to be fun to watch them throughout the rest of the year as well. Looking ahead, obviously Louisville didn't play that last week. This is game week for the University of Louisville as it gets things going in a big way, stepping right into conference play in week one. Sometimes I'm a fan of that. Sometimes I'm not. You know, I think I'd rather like to see a, a team get at least one week, one week under their belt before they step into league play, but it does – make the game obviously more important than a, than a, your traditional week one game would be if it was against an FCS or a group of five or, or lo, a lower level FBS program. So a uh, very important game for the Cardinals. Uh, and, it, and it's they're going up against an orange program that Louisville really has dominated uh, during the Scott Satterfield era. 3-0 since uh, Scott Satterfield came to Louisville. All of those wins, strangely, have been at home. Syracuse is not – gotten a lot of favors from the ACC and the, in the Louisville scheduling the last few years. They've always had to play the Cardinals at home. They've all turned into L's. The last time that um, the Cardinals went to Syracuse 2018 was the last time Louisville lost to, to the orange. So making that trip up kickoff on Saturday, 8 PM ACC network will have the coverage. Um, Louisville right now, four and a half point favorite against the orange. And you, you got to like the chances and the odds of, of that spread maybe widening a, a little bit as as game day nears. And we're going to continue to have plenty of coverage of it here at Cardinal Authority. Tuesday, Scott Satterfield Game Week press conference. We'll also hear from the coordinators, Brian Brown and, and Lance Taylor. So we'll have that coverage at Cardinal Authority as well. We'll have our staff predictions coming up. So make sure you look for that. Hint, hint. I'm going to take Louisville in game one. I like the Cardinals' chances. But still, keep an eye out for that, and as well as plenty of upcoming game notes and, and things like that to get you really ready for the for the the game, the, the week one game. I mean, it's so exciting that, that the first game is upon us. This is one of my favorite weeks because you, there's so much. All right, it's here. You know, we've been prog prognosticating, you know, how much it seems real. We've been talking about how Louisville can be improved. But again, this is a, it kind of feels like a, I don't know if it, it pretty much is a prove it to me type of season. Uh, Louisville needs uh, to improve on a number of factor, number of areas on both sides of the ball, specifically, I think, on defensive uh, side of the ball where they really struggle with consistency and, and, and it stopping teams from scoring, for lack of a better description. I think the Louisville program did, and Scott Satterfield, Scott Satterfield and his staff did a fantastic job during the offseason bolstering the defensive side of the ball, really done a great job on both sides, but especially on defense, 
needed to beef up the secondary. They did that. Needed to get some bulk in that middle of the defensive line. They did that with Jermaine Lolay. Uh, so you, you have to like, as well as the, the coaching changes, the additions they've made in the coaching changes, I think, have helped bolster the defensive side of the ball as well, getting some additional points of view and different ideas on schemes and, and personnel and things like that, that I think on paper, I'm doing air quotes again, on paper, uh, have Louisville poised to be a, a better defensive team this year. And I think if they do, that's worth a win or two for the Cardinals right there in itself. I mean, looking back on 2021, there were a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda, oh, so close type of games. And much of that was because of inconsistency or the defense late in the game not being able to stop somebody. You know, so like what I see on paper, like the, the the transfers that have coming in, and don't want to slight the linebackers. I mean, I think that is a, a significant strength for this defense. And then you add somebody like Momo Sonoga um, from Ole Miss, a guy that was just na- one na- one of four players named a team captain. And I, I really like the strength of the linebacker. But the addition of Jermaine Lolay and the competition between he and Des Tell has been very uh, one of the key focal points of fall camp. So how will that, you know, translate to on, you know, to actual on field during a game performance? It's got to be a difference, a difference maker for the Cardinals this year. The transfers and the additions made in the secondary have got to make an impact. Really like the, you know, Jarvis Brownlee, Quincy Riley are two guys that I'm really excited about. Obviously there's others as well. Like what I'm hearing about Josh Minkins. You've got Trey Clark, who's healthy again. So a lot of positives in that secondary um, that was really decimated and really struggled throughout last year. So if you get a better defensive line and a better secondary, your Louisville defense is it should be, again, hate using that word should, but we'll start to, after this Saturday, get an idea of what it can and will be. So um, the on paper is going to be, start becoming reality, and that's one of the exciting things about game week, that, that week one build up towards that first opponent. That's kind of where some of that excitement comes from. And then on the offensive side of the ball, just become more consistent. Uh, we know what Malik Cunningham can do uh, behind behind quarterback. We've seen him excel with his arm, with his legs. He's, you know, rising in the record school record books for both passing and rushing. Uh, but it's got to become a more consistent thing. And I think with the uh, – I mean, obviously, it starts with that offensive line. I mean, so much experience, so much talent. And then the addition uh, that they've made in the in the running back room with uh, Tyon Evans, addition that is just going to, I think, prove a big, big, big difference for this running game that has already done well. Um, and when you have Jalen Mitchell and Jawa Jordan and uh, Travion Cooley, and then you add Tyon Evans to that group, that's a huge boost. And I, you know, and when I look at the wide receivers. I like what they have. The first team, second team, I think they're really solid. Don't want to see anybody get injured there, though. Um, that's my only concern. But uh, T. Huddy, Tyrell Hudson, I think is a, there's been a lot said about him. And now we finally get to see the type of impact that he potentially can make uh, when the Cardinals take the field against the Orange on Saturday. So a lot to get excited about. Again, we're going to have plenty of coverage. We'll have our game week polls coming up. Uh, allowing you to kind of voice, okay, who do you think might be the MVP of the game on both sides of the ball? What do you think the spread might be of the final score? Who's going to win? All that kind of stuff. So keep an eye out for all of that. And again, more card casts to come as well as we prepare you 
for the season opener. It's here, folks. The season opener. Louisville at Syracuse on Saturday, 8 p.m. ACC Network. Plenty of pregame coming still. We'll have plenty during the game. And, of course, lots of postgame reaction as well. So, appreciate you hanging out with us on this first edition of our Game Week podcast. This will continue every Monday here at Cardinal Authority. Again, I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon. And this has been a Cards Cast.